1: Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I'm Polly, so that is works out, right? How are things going out there? I hope you're doing okay. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I will tell you that for us, we're doing fine. But it's been a time of real transition in my family. My daughter is back in school, uh, two days a week, and doing remote learning the rest of the time. My job has shifted a lot in the last year. That's created some opportunities for me that I haven't thought about before. So I'm kind of weighing those. My husband is working differently uh, between his office and his home office, and. So I feel like we're in a real time of transition right the last year has clarified some things for me that I see and I want to create and I want to experience. And so I'm thinking about all that without moving into that quite yet, I guess it's kind of a gap these transitions we have where something ends or changes and it's the moment into the next thing right i don't see it as a good or bad thing it's not something we have to judge but it's something i'm very aware of what do i want to do with this time next and how can i enjoy the moments i have now and we're going to get into it today because i've got g brian benson here with me he's the author of habits for success inspired ideas to help you soar and other books he's also a triathlete. A dad an actor a producer and an rv driver and brian you told me you're a guy in transition too that you you know a little bit about what we're talking about here today
0: yeah you know boy last year was interesting in a lot of different ways i mean not only with you know what covid brought us you know some of the things you mentioned you know for me the industry kind of shut down and 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 you know, it's like, what am I going to do now? But not only that, I I was diagnosed with prostate cancer at the end of December of 2019. And so I had prostate uh, oh. removal surgery last April. So I had to kind of go through that as well. And it was really, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I just, it was a, a huge blessing in disguise. Because um, in a lot of ways, I just surrendered to it. And I knew that it wasn't going to be an issue. I just tried to treat it as knee surgery. And I'm not trying to the little cancer or anything like that but that's just kind of how I felt and but it but it gave me permission to step off the hamster wheel for a little bit and really kind of take a look at you know what am I enjoying doing and what am I not enjoying doing and so um last year it was just a lot of kind of just contemplation and trying to do a little bit of work here and there after I healed and and everything was still kind of slowed down and so I I went to Oregon, where I'm from, I was in LA at the time, and just to get out of LA for about a week and a half. And I got the idea to to just I felt like I was supposed to be driving around this year. And so I came back, I I had about six weeks to to give all my notices. And I, I sold a lot of stuff and packed my car up and moved back up to Oregon for the winter. To prepare to rv around the us which i'm doing right now Brian, so yeah <laughs> step
1: back how does one decide uh, right okay one one has cancer decides <laughs> to get off the hamster wheel wheel because of all the other random stuff going on in our world and hop in an rv to travel around the country how does that how do you make that leap well, and how did you trust that leap
0: Well, I'm I'm lucky in that maybe I learned how to trust my intuition maybe 15, 20 years ago, and it just got easier and easier every time I said yes to those nudges. And so I don't ever discount what it's telling me, but I think I just needed to really get clear on why I was doing what I was doing um, before I got the diagnosis and before everything shut down. And, you know, I'm I'm extremely proud of all the stuff that I feel like I've been a conduit for, whether it's the books or the short films that I've written or or you name it. But in some ways, it was kind of a bandaid for me to kind of try to prove to myself that I was enough. And so I think this trip um, is doing a lot of things for me. And in regards to, you know, the whole self-acceptance and self-love thing and just trusting I'm enough and letting go of a lot of those things that some people think, like, wow, that's, you know, how could you let like go of that? But I'm not completely letting go. I'm just, I'm, I'm coming back to some things. It's just that I'm letting go of a lot of things that I was doing, maybe for the wrong reasons.
1: Mm, that's an interesting that idea. Yeah, yeah we can relate to that because we all get mm-hmm. caught up in a hamster wheel even if we're not going 24 <laughs> 7 we have our own set routine right that we end up yeah. doing mindlessly a lot of times until we're yes. jolted by I, i've had a cancer experience too with the pandemic mm. was jolting a job loss can mm. and and i often find that when they're in that place of discomfort we want to hop right into the next thing but what i'm hearing you say is yes you you kind of you slowed your roll a little bit (laughs) to just kind of contemplate what that was going to feel like and what the next thing was. And maybe you're, are you still in that transition? Do you think?
0: I am. I I think, you know, like you had mentioned earlier at the outset of the show transitions, there's a bit of a gap. Sometimes we don't always know what's next. And it can be really scary, especially since we, as humans like to try to control things, but I'm really, you know, trusting that I will be shown the way as I'm out here on the way and, and it's slowly starting to happen. And, and so, uh, you know, I've jumped, jumped many times before and not really known where the wings were going to sprout or the net was going to be. And and it worked out for me. So, so I'm trusting that this is going to be the same and no different. So, you know, yeah, I just, um, first step was that I just intuitively felt like I needed to do this. And so, I went back to Oregon last fall and just prepped for it and found a used RV about six months ago. And, and I'm a brand new RVer. It's, it's a used 2003 Four Winds Majestic 23 foot um, thing RV. And so I'm just, I had to kind of learn at home a little bit and, you know, know, most, most of it you learn on the road, right? You know, you just kind of, when you're presented with, with things and, and it's been great and it's been fine. And, and some of my fears that I had before I left have just kind of dissipated and I've kind of found a nice groove.
1: A lot of us get caught in that fear. We we sit here oh, for the last twelve yeah. months and I think, still be oh, in different
0: ways. Yeah. yeah.
1: We want to write the book or we wanna start the business or we wanna go back to school and we think about it and now we can kind of access that and we don't know what to do next, or we get we let ourselves we talk ourselves out of it. Why how did you yeah. get over that part?
0: Well, I think because I I had become an expert at, at getting stuck in that. You know what I mean? Through the, I left my family business 12 years ago in, into the unknown and a lot of magical things happened and I just kind of kept following with those intuitive breadcrumbs and it led me into writing, which I'd never before. It led me into acting, which I'd never done before and all these other creative endeavors. And initially it was my, I was just on fire and my mojo was just moving because I was just trusting and I was just in the flow. But then when I started to try to control things a little bit more and uh, maybe added too much expectation to a project when I released it, it brought me unhappiness because I didn't feel like it did what it was supposed to do, although it did. And and so when I said become an expert, I just kind of like, you know, probably beating myself up or, or trying to over control things. And so I, I don't want to do that anymore. And I know that I'll still be able to access, you know, the creative parts of us that, that we do you know what i mean we do when we're and we're trusting and when we meditate and when you know we do all those things i know that those will come back to me i just need to let go of maybe how it's supposed to look whereas before i tried to control how much it, it looked
1: that letting go that can be a <laughs> tough one
0: for me i'll tell oh, you i'm not 100% letting go but i mean <laughs> way 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 better
1: I think yes. that starts with me, uh, for, with awareness. Like I feel the stress yes. come into my body or whatever. And I have to sit back mm. and say, wait a minute, I'm, I'm holding way too tight here. Yeah.
0: What do you do when that happens?
1: Oh, uh, I- Sometimes I freak out for a few minutes, <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I begin ruminating and then mostly, honestly, I uh, I've practiced this for a long time, very intentionally, because I didn't, when I'm in that stressed state, I'm not making good choices. I'm not able to be creative. I'm not a great problem solver. So I've really trained myself now to be curious. So I'll freak out for a couple of minutes mm. or complain for a second. And then the very next thing is, huh, I wonder why I'm feeling this way, or huh, I wonder what I can make from this, or what is this telling me? The very next step mm. for me is always a question, because when I'm curious, I'm completely engaged in the present mm-hmm. moment, like, ah, oh, this is interesting, rather than worried. And I can't be both at once, so I'd rather be curious, I think.
0: Oh, I No, I like that, and I think that this trip, I'm very curious. When I was little, my mom said the only word that ever came out of my mouth was why. Mm-hmm. And, and so here yeah. out on the road, I mean, I've been lucky and done some traveling, and I rode my bicycle across the U.S. in 1996. Oh, cool. And so this is, it's 25 years ago. And now, now I'm kind of doing it again in an RV. And I just love history and I love to, to connect with people and I love to see new things. And it just really helps raise my vibration. And so I think just that act alone will help kind of like maybe um, spark my pilot light as far as to like maybe kind of guide me on to, to my next moves or the next step to get to the next step. And so, in, in
1: yeah. your book, Habits for Success, you talk a mm-hmm. lot about trusting the process. And that's what I'm hearing from you today. Yeah. Is, there, is there a time that we need to focus on the outcome? I mean, you have to get your gas money, right? You have to figure out where you're going the next year. Yes. Time, right?
0: Yes. How yes. do you trust
1: the process when, when we do have, <laughs> I have to pay my bills every month. So, how can I manage both those things?
0: That's a great question. And it's one I don't completely have mastered yet, but um, I know it's one of my lessons. And so I'm, I'm completely, like you mentioned a, uh, a second ago, awareness, you know, I'm completely aware of that. And I'm trying to kind of figure out ways to kind of um, master my security, if that makes sense. Um, and, you know, so I'm still learning, you know, I, I'm sharing what I'm doing on Patreon. And that's been really a, an awesome, fun experience. And I love I love sharing. And so I I have some patrons that helps a little bit. I've got a little bit of money put away. That helps. You know, I've got, um, I do a little bit of coaching on the side and I'm doing that from the road and that helps. And I've got some royalties coming in from some other stuff and that helps. And so, you know, it's not completely solved, but it's um, it's, you know, it's, it's, It's a little bit here a little bit there Mm -hmm.
1: it's working you know years ago when i was starting as a a baby writer i Mm. i I write for magazines as well as books and so forth and Mm. i i landed a big assignment in a big magazine at that time which was family circle and everything was Mm -hmm. still print and glossy and that was my first one and it was it was this big deal and i was young and i i overdid it you know worked really hard and turned in a good piece and the editor fortunately loved it and and but the story was about this group of older women who gather in a church uh and they make a potluck dinner for the town every month and mm-hmm. so i spent a lot of time with these women and out in this village in oregon and and mm. by the time the article came out six months later Mm-hmm. I wasn't even it didn't even matter to me. And that helped me remember <laughs> that it was all the process It was meeting the women and eating their food and cooking with them and and yes. seeing what they were giving to the community in the town. And it was the the growth that I experienced while becoming a better writer working on that story. So my mom mm. saw the magazine and the newsstand in the article and, and she was proud and all that. And that was great. I'm glad people liked the article, but I thought it was going to be all about landing the gig right about having the print piece and
0: what it was going to lead to next
1: right what it was going to and it wasn't even today i mean this was 30 (laughs) years ago 25 years ago and i'm still thinking about that experience not the article not the outcome
0: Mm. you're you're right and i wish i had known that but you know sometimes we have to learn the hard way and you know you know some of my books you know um just you know whatever they've done this or that or they won an award or something and it didn't make me any happier. Um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the work that I did and, and such. And I wanted to get out of the world, just like, you know, we, I know all, all writers do, but it didn't really make me more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And so you're absolutely right. The connections and I'm kind of an, I'm a, I'm definitely, an, I'm an outgoing introvert, but I'm, I'm really need a lot of quiet time and like my alone time. Mm-hmm. And, last year was so far that other you know that way it's just like i want to connect with people and so this trip's been really great in that i've connected with a lot of friends along the way and i had this app that i use called harvest host and there's maybe three about 3,000 3, different places across the u.s that are either wineries or farms or museums or distilleries or, or golf courses where you can park overnight oh, and, cool! But, yeah and they just ask that you maybe buy something in their gift shop or a meal if they have a restaurant and so I've been utilizing that a ton and I have met so many cool people and learned so much um you know a couple of wineries in southern Oregon I stayed at a hemp farm in Pahrump Nevada I, I stayed at this ghost town in Cisco Utah uh you know just a lot of unique cool experiences and, and well last night I stayed at uh in the parking lot at an Amish restaurant and, in Yoder, Kansas. And, and that was very interesting. And, and you know being huh. in that community. So um, I, I couldn't disagree with, or agree with you more as far as it's just about the connections. It's,
1: the know. women that I told you about that I wrote that article about were, yeah. their, their descendants were from Yoder, Kansas. And the no way. Yoder,
0: Oregon. Where's that located?
1: It's out not too far down. Down I-5 kind of tucked uh, behind Canby kind of little tiny. Oh my
0: gosh. Stop. What, a There's a church. World. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so when you get a whiff of what you want to do next and you're yeah. open to the experience and the exploration of it, how do you keep going on the hard days or the scary days? Because I know momentum for me is, <sighs> is really important. Like I fi- I gotta, we talk a lot on the show about small wins, about finding that one, you know, today I made my bed, so I'm already ahead for the day. I'm having a good <laughs> right? time with you. That's a small win for me, you know. Right? So how do you continue when when you're feeling uncertain about what's next or what it's gonna look like? And and how do you keep yeah. that energy?
0: Great question. In in some ways, it's I'm lucky in that I'm pretty self-motivated. And so if I know that I'm kind of supposed to step into something, I, I do it and I don't really mm, don't lack maybe the drive for it. However, um, I really believe balance is important in anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's politics, whether it's just maintaining our own um, well-being, balance is 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 everything. And so I, my first book was on a whole bunch of different ways to stay in life balance. So I became aware early on what, um, it helped me in, in a lot of self awareness ways, uh, you know, what threw me out of balance, what kept me in balance. And so I Really try to maintain um, a lot of really good habits and routines that keep me in balance. So, even when I have kind of some funky days, like we all do, um, uh, maybe I'm able to kind of skate through them a little bit easier because maybe I'm, I'm eating better that day or I go exercise just to kind of help relax into it. Uh, you know, so I'm always trying to do those things just to kind of offset it a little bit. However, um, with that being said, I think it's important if we are kind of feeling funky, just kind of step into those feelings. Cause if we kind of, you know, dry them out all the time, there's going to keep coming back. Right. Sometimes we just need to feel that way or grieve or, yeah. or, or have that experience. And, and I've tried to drown them out. Believe me. And, and I'm not anymore.
1: Yeah. I, I agree about feeling the feelings. And I, I think we've been, um, we've been conditioned or maybe taught to, be afraid of Mm. them. And usually they just offer a cue. Like they they don't have to weigh heavy on us forever. They can (laughs) offer, you know, some insight or something we need to move away from and move toward. We don't have to decide that they're going to rule our life. And I think that's where I have to remember when I'm Mm. feeling funky, it's there's that curiosity again, like, man, kind (laughs) of a drag. I wonder what's going on. Get that insight, settle in with it, you know not deny it or suppress it and then and then see where it moves because the one thing about our feelings they change pretty quick like
0: you know yes yeah you know and even just even if you you know we you try to think about it which is great or be aware of it sometimes we're not able to get that insight and so it's okay and that's okay just sit with it and and then it maybe it'll come and sometimes as simple as we just need to freaking rest
1: yeah, right. You, in your book, that that's an interesting thing because um, habits for success, I look at it. And one of the things you talk about is creating the foundation you just mentioned, but you talk about it from all sides, the, the physical, right, the sleep, the yeah. diet, the mental, the spiritual, the emotion. And often I think we go one way or the other, you got to be in super good shape, or you have to be mentally strong. And really, it doesn't work unless we have all of them in check.
0: Right. A little bit of everything you need to do That doesn't yeah. mean you have to be a marathon runner or anything, you know what I mean? Or, or eat like, you know, just a, a trained athlete or what have you, but just, I was lucky that those, those days really kind of helped me learn another um, level of self-awareness about my body and, and listening to it. And so, so I'm grateful for that, but yeah. You know, everybody's different and what works for somebody might not work for another person. However, there are things that we can all do that I think will help us just, you know, kind of be in a better, better state and, and ready to take uh, advantage of opportunities when they come. And that's another reason why you want to kind of try to maintain a level of balance.
1: You talk about creating an intention and I'm mm-hmm. curious about this. I, I, I'm really interested in this idea because I do this too. Mm -hmm. And I always get very businesslike about it. You know, I'm a very type (laughs) A, very organized person. And then it ends up being some crazy thing that I never expected that comes into my life that works just right. You know, so I wonder what it means to you to create an intention. What is it? How does it work? Do you do it moment by moment, day by day, or is Mm. it a a larger goal? 10 years from now, I want to be doing this. What does it look like for you?
0: Well, it's different now than it was maybe 10, 12 years ago when my first book kind of accidentally happened. I mean, it really was, I was just working on myself and my intuition screamed, like expand the list. So I did. Then I kind of, and my mom reminded me after that first book came out that when I was three years old, I told her that I was put here to inspire people.
1: Hmm.
0: My brain started churning and I just kind of, you know, like I said, follow those intuitive hunches and overcame my fear of speaking, which led to other opportunities and stuff. But so then i kind of just had this intention that i wanted to make a difference you know and it, initially i thought it was just going to be through books but then when acting happened and stuff and other ways and short films and i realized there's a lot of different ways to put positive media out into the world and so that was fun um so but but recently you know after what i went through last year and surrender, sur- surrendering to it and kind of like stepping off the hamster wheel I do know that I want to continue doing kind of what I was doing, whether it's books or sharing media in a lot of different ways. But um, I want to do it in a way that I don't feel I don't want to feel the pressure that I used to put on myself. I want to have fun with it. I want to let it happen happen organically. I want to have it uh, just, you know, just. Mm. hit me like it did when I first started getting into
1: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I really relate to that because my intention, I I intend to write a book about this, <laughs> you know, yeah. I intend to make this much money. I intend to be a good person. Now it's right? much more like I intend <laughs> to be present today. I intend to have a good yes. conversation with, with G Brian Benson. I intend <laughs> to feel my day, you know, it's totally changed as I'm growing up a little bit too.
0: Yeah. I mean, anymore, I just, Yes, I want to have some success. I want to you know be able to pay my bills and I want my, the, the information that's coming through to me to, to reach others because I feel like it's helped me. but, but ultimately, I just want to ha- I just want to feel fulfilled in my own skin and just just not really have any of that matter because I know it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, it doesn't. you know what I mean? Yep. Ultimately, it just it's about how we feel about ourselves and the relationships that we have with others and, and just, just getting out there and and just kind of living a, an inspired life, whatever that means. And it can be completely something different for, for, you know, different people.
1: And I think I'm going to make that the simply said segment today. Each week we offer something to our listeners where if they're interested in, in working with these ideas or thinking about it further, how they can start set an intention or decide for yourself today what it means for you to live an inspired life. And there's no Mm. wrong answer here, right? Mm -hmm. But we know science wise and personally (laughs) that when we create a meaningful life, it's not challenge free, but it's more satisfying. And it's also a way to change the world. We not only change our world and how we feel about ourselves, but we also create a higher energy on the planet that can, Mm -hmm. can support the greater movement and the greater good. So think about that today when you're listening to this podcast. How will you inspire the world? What what is your intention? Mm -hmm. What do you want to create and and stay close to that today or Mm -hmm. this week or this month? So if you want to be if you intend to be a more patient person, what is what does that look like? If you want to reach people with your with your food and nourish people, what does that look like? Is that with your family? Is that right? Is that some no wrong answers? But I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we talk about what we want and what we want to experience and we don't get specific. So sometimes it's showing up and we haven't even noticed,
0: you know, for me, it's just two things. I'm, <clears throat> I've, I've shared a lot in my books and different things in different ways. And, but yet I have a little ways to go being vulnerable, I think with what I do and, and with my work in the world. So I'm always kind of trying to keep that at the forefront, but also just, uh, <clears throat> right now I'm just focusing on just having fun and really, Connecting with other people that I meet along the way. I
1: love that. And, and that in
0: and of itself just raises my vibration and the vibration of other people. Sometimes, you know, it's so interesting that we don't realize, like you'd mentioned, how we do affect other people sometimes just by doing something or sharing something or, or just the way that we come across it gives them permission to do the same thing.
1: Absolutely. I, I, In my newest book, it's called You Recharged. And one Oof. of the things that uh, I write about, I, it's about vitality. And one of the things that science has shown that I write about in the book is that vitality is a number of components. It's both inside mm. and outside, and it's about our energy, but it's contagious. Mm. So when you're in a yes. space with somebody like you're talking about, when you're having fun, then people <laughs> leave that space with you feeling better about themselves they feel fun they feel more alive and connected and and i think when we pay attention to what does that for us then without even thinking about it it we spread that to the world we share that with the world and that'd be a good kind of pandemic right kindness and fun and, and play right and we can do yes
0: that. yes and you know and after they leave us they're passing it on too right yes. it's, it's just a big chain
1: Yeah, I think that stuff's important. (laughs) And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. I've got a couple of things today. I usually use this to share a practice that I love or an item or a book. So I want you to check out any of Brian's books. You can find them wherever books are sold. I am looking at on my desk, I just read Habits for Success, Inspired Ideas to Help You Soar. This is going to be different than what you think. This is about settling into you about learning Mm -hmm. to love you about ways to think about the moments of your day without judgment just oh is this something that could be useful to me it's very practical i want you to check it out habits for success and brian i want you you to let us know about your patreon site and how we can follow your travels because i think that's awesome too i want to i want to get on board with that so how can we find that no
0: thank you well i'm having a blast thank you i it's it's just basically patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com and then forward slash brian's rv adventure there's no apostrophe. it's brian's rv adventure and i am throwing up i love taking photos and, and feel like i have a pretty good eye and so i am taking pictures of everything and i'm posting probably every two or three days and and so it's been a blast. I'm also, you know, what else I'm doing is having conversations with people that I meet and I'm recording them on my phone. And so oh, cool. Um, I've posted two and I'll have another one going up tomorrow. Um, but just really interesting folks. And, and so that's been fun. And so, yeah, patreon.com forward slash Brian's RV adventure. Okay. And, and, you know, it costs as little as a cup of coffee just monthly. That's it for full access.
1: Now, how long is your adventure going to go? Do, do you have a date on it?
0: Well, <laughs> as long as the money runs out, yeah, money keeps right? running, I'd like to go through October.
1: Oh, cool. Okay.
0: Yeah, I just kind of do a big, huge kind of sweep of the U.S.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then into the next transition, right? Yes. All right. Well, this has mm. been a, a great conversation. Thanks for yeah. joining me from the road. My I pleasure. Check out Brian's books and his Patreon. And you can find me at PollyCampbell.com. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all the things I'm supposed to be doing. But but mostly I send out this uh, monthly newsletter that allows me to have one on one conversations with folks. So if you want to get on that, you could do that from my website. And remember, wherever life leads. It's going to be an opportunity for curiosity and growth and exploration and meaning if you make it, right? Take a breath in the transition and figure out what's interesting next and then follow that bit. Honor those gaps in your life, those spaces where we can acknowledge who we are now and who we can become. There's nothing to fear here. Just the next opportunity waiting to show itself. Thanks for listening. I think when we do that, when we honor ourselves in those gaps of our lives, we will all live well. Do good and be happy.
0: Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr.
1: Oh, this No, this just my dad.
0: My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. touchdown. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.
1: Welcome to tuning in to sound well-being, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert.
0: And I'm Stephen, the Curious Explorer, uncovering the mysteries of sound.